Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. They're looking to partner with real estate developers or rehabbers or investors that have some experience you know, doing projects in their particular market. For us, it's a minimum of four deals. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode and the interview with our best ever guests, I want to mention Fund That Flip because Fund That Flip is an online lender that gives you fast, convenient access to really affordable money that you need for your flip project. So if you're doing residential flips, then the main thing I imagine that you're focused on uh, or the main two things are the deal and the money. Uh, So if you've got the deal pipeline, but you need access to cash and you want to build a reputation within a, uh, a group that will continue to invest their dollars into your deals, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Uh, the, the founder of Fund That Flip is Matt Rodak, and he's actually one of my very first guests on the show. It's episode number seven. Um, so if you have a chance, go check that out too. Familiarize yourself with Matt and um, what he's all about. But when you're needing money and you want an online lender that provides fast, convenient access to affordable capital for your flipping projects, then Fund That Flip's the way to go. Their team has over 200 deals under their belt. And uh, you can actually, this is crazy, you can actually be approved immediately within 30 seconds once you put in your information. Uh, So go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever and get some money for your flipping projects. Okay, here's a no-brainer. Since you're a real estate entrepreneur, you know that selecting a health insurance plan is a real pain and dealing with the whole process is a pain. That's why I've partnered up with Stride Health and they make the whole process really easy and they have a personal concierge service for you to help you out. They've got a fancy algorithm that helps find the right health plan just for you and on average they can save you 400 bucks a year and it only takes 10 minutes. Go to stridehealth.com forward slash best ever that's s-t-r-i-d-e-h-e-a-l-t-h dot com forward slash best ever hi best ever listeners welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show i'm joe fairless and we have a special series for you my friends we've got a series it's a two-part series and we're going to help you get knowledgeable and take some action with online lending And uh, before you take any action, we got to know what the heck we're talking about and why we should be interested in this stuff. And we're going to talk through all of that 
So you are officially listening to the best online lending series ever, as the title that you're looking at on your phone indicates. And uh, this is episode one of the two-part series. The episode is how to present deals to online lenders. So we're going to set the groundwork for what the heck we're talking about when we say online lenders, what they look for, how you can prepare. So at the end of this episode, you'll know all that information and much, much more. So with us today, we have a panel, a two-person panel, Matt Rodak, the founder of Fund That Flips with us, and then Dave Robertson, the founder of HouseFlippingSpreadsheet.com. So Matt and Dave, how's it going? Great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having us, Joe. Good, Joe. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, before we get into the the discussion in depth, let's talk a little bit about each of your background so that the best ever listeners can match up both your background and also your voice to your name. So Matt, you want to go first and talk a little bit about what you do and how you got to this point and how you're involved in particular with online lending? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I'm a native of Ohio, actually now living in New York City where we founded the company. And I founded Fund That Flip really out of a personal need to have access to fast and affordable capital for buying and rehabbing houses. And uh, my team and I, we flipped more than 200 houses and really we, we just became frustrated with um, the different options that we had. Frustrated with the high costs and lack of transparency in the hard money lending world. Um, tired of waiting around for banks to make decisions on, on whether or not they could fund our projects. And it became really time consuming for us to, to run around and chase private investors and we really saw an opportunity to, you know, to deliver a better product and ultimately a better service by bringing the best of really all three of these uh, different funding sources online, you know, and bring real estate finance online. And, and out of those thoughts and those ideas uh, was born Fund That Flip. Okay. And Dave? Yep. I'm the founder of HouseFlippingSpreadsheet.com. I'm also a real estate investor and a Royals fan here in Kansas City, Missouri. So go Royals. I've been investing for a little over five years now, and I started developing spreadsheets to help streamline my investing business, which I was really kind of hoping it would save me time flipping houses. But now that I think about it, after hundreds, if not thousands of hours invested into my own spreadsheet, I seriously <laughs> doubt I've saved myself any time whatsoever. But, but nonetheless, I'm proud of what I've built, and I know we've developed a great product and a great service that's going to help other rehabbers and real estate investors streamline their own investing business. So we've got the founder of an online lender and, and best ever listeners. I also know that you're, you know, that Fund That Flip is one of our valued partners on this up on the podcast. So we've got Matt, the founder, and then we've also got Dave, who created a spreadsheet that helps flippers identify, you know, the, the project costs and the, the ROI and the best way to project that out. So we've kind of got the best of both worlds involved here. And, and so let, let's start out with this, Matt. When we talk about online lending, what is it exactly? Yeah, so and maybe just to kind of take, take a step back as to how, how we got to where it's at and, and why it's, it's still kind of new. If you think about you know, what the internet has done and how it's changed a lot of other industries over the past two decades from you know, how we buy things on Amazon to even how we make investments through you know, sites like E-Trade, you, know, you think of all the value that those companies have added, but for real estate finance, like, where's kind of the option for that? So one of the reasons that you know this is just now coming online is is really I think three things have kind of come together at the same time to make this make this a reality. 
The first one being that new legislation was passed in 2013 that created opportunities for small businesses to raise capital much more efficiently, known as uh, the JOBS Act or crowdfunding legislation. And I know there's a lot of great content on, on this podcast around that, so I won't go into a whole, whole lot of detail. But what it's done is it's created exemptions for companies like Fund That Flip to raise capital super efficiently from a large group of individual investors. So that's the first thing that's kind of allowed this, this market to now start to exist. Second thing is, is that you know technology and really data is now more accessible and affordable than ever, especially in the, in the real estate space. And this tech and data allows companies like ours to make faster and smarter credit decisions um, than we would have been able to make, say, five years ago. So those two things coming together. And then I think really the third piece of it that, that almost created the perfect storm for this is, uh, is, is the fact that banks really tightened up their credit standards um, you know, over the last couple of years, as well as there's a very low interest rate environment for investors. And this has created a real opportunity for, for companies like ours to, one, go out and find new borrowers who are looking for capital to grow their business. But it also makes, on the other side of it, the investment product that we're offering to our investors, whether they be uh, individuals through crowdfunding or hedge funds or family offices, uh, the yields that we can offer them, very attractive. So those three things kind of coming together are really the reason I think that you know we're seeing a lot of activity around online lending, particularly in real estate. But to give you to give that question, I guess more of a direct answer, I think you know online lenders generally are making real estate finance better for the consumer by leveraging technology and this new legislation, ultimately to offer borrowers a better product. And, and what that means for us is providing fast and affordable loans in a, in a transparent, um, in tra- transparent online environment. You mentioned the data is more available. What type of data is now available that wasn't available before or just easier to aggregate now that wasn't as easy before? Yeah, I mean, I, I think even if you just look at some of the publicly available sites like Zillow and Trulia and Redfin and uh, Realtor.com, uh, a lot of those sites have APIs that you know we're able. They're doing a great job on aggregating data on the on the comp side, um, but then there's also private third-party data providers out there that are doing a lot of work on a on a local jurisdiction level, and they're able to collect data at the uh, at the point of origin of you know when a mortgage is filed or when a, a sales transaction is filed and that data didn't exist five years ago you know all that data was really local at you know the, the variety of local jurisdictions and it's hard to get access to um, there's a lot of companies now that have figured out how to get access to that data and, and make it available to companies like ours um, which allows us in a lot of ways to gain insights into different markets and, and get a better understanding for uh, what's going on in those markets in terms of what homes are are able to be sold for? All right, you know the purpose of of our conversation is to talk to you know have the best ever listeners really understand and learn how to present deals to online lenders such as you know yourself on that flip. What is what are the things that we've got to keep in mind whenever we're presenting? our deal to an online lender? Yeah, and, and I'll speak kind of generally what I've seen in the market and then more specifically for us what you know what we care about. I think the first thing that a lot of online lenders and, and especially as this market evolves is looking for are they're looking to partner with real estate developers or rehabbers or investors that have some experience uh, 
doing, you know, doing projects in their particular market. For us, it's a minimum of four deals. Um, I, I think that becomes particularly important in the early days of online lending as, as a, a means to manage risk. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity as the market evolves to be able to open up um, different products to people that are, are trying to get started. But I would say, you know, just just being real, uh, I think where the market is today, experience is, is kind of that first qualifier for a lot of platforms. So if you do have the experience, be sure that you're communicating that experience and, and have a way to communicate that and demonstrate that experience. But that is something that I think is becoming important. The second thing that we look at, and this is where the, the data piece becomes uh, a bit more important and helps us make decisions is what's the profitability of the project? How much profit is in the project? How much are you buying the house for? Does that number seem to make sense based on what's going on in the market? Uh, how much needs to go into the house to, to get it back to a marketable condition? Is that, you know, is that the right budget? Are you doing the right kind of things to finish the product based on who the end buyer is going to be? And then um, how much are you going to sell it for? And again, the data becomes useful there in terms of being able to comp out other four bedrooms, three baths with 1,600 square feet in, say, Columbus, Ohio. Then we stress test all those numbers. Uh, we, you know, we account for the carrying and financing costs. And we like to see for us a profit margin of, of around 15% um, loaded all the way in. And really, that's kind of the, the there's a lot of different variables that go into this, which, you know, Dave's spreadsheet help, help you understand. But really, at a, at a very basic level, that helps us understand the risk of the project ultimately is, is their profit. So even though we're a lender and we're not necessarily making uh, any upside on the project, we do like to see profit because ultimately that's going to determine um, you know, how, much, how much risk is in the project. You mentioned you don't see the upside on the project because you're a lender. Can you talk about how your company makes money? Yeah, absolutely. So we are, being a lender, we make, we make our money on a combination of, uh, of origination fees. So origination fees are anywhere between 2 and 4% of the loan amount. And then um, our yield is typically 9 to 14%. Um, we earn some of that yield. And then we also, um, as we syndicate the loan out to our group of investors, we're typically also making a point or two on, uh, on, that, on that yield differential for a, an interest rate spread. I'd like to ask Dave about some of these factors that you mentioned. But before we do that, another quick question. How do you differentiate your company from other online lenders. As a founder of an online lender, I know it's it's starting to become a crowded space. Um, so how are you able to separate yourself? Yeah, that, that's a great question and one that we get a lot. And I, I think our, our real differential differentiator is the fact that we are we are solely focused on short-term loans, so six to twelve month loans, typically for one to four family uh, houses. Uh, and, and I think the reason that that is important for particularly our borrowers that are using us is, uh, you know, one, we're, we're experts in this space and we're developing a product specifically to meet the needs of, of this particular product, which is much different than a developer who's, you know, building an apartment complex like you do, Joe, or a self-storage unit or a different type of asset class. The needs are very different. So, being focused on this one asset class allows us to, one, be super responsive to the needs of our borrowers based on, on how the markets evolve and change. But also we look at, um, we look at, at ways to add value to, to our borrowers' lives and their businesses by providing tools around technology. One of those tools being uh, a partnership with, with Dave 
uh, in his spreadsheet, which we think is a super, super helpful and useful tool to allow you know our borrowers to make smarter, faster decisions on which properties they should actually be purchasing. And maybe that's just kind of the, the a way to tie up my, my third point here of what we what we look for, and that is you know we like to deal with with professionals and people that that know their numbers, that know their markets. And the more that you can do, and the more that you can show as a as someone who's who's just getting to know us, that you um, you know have your stuff together and have your numbers together with tools like Dave's, the more comfort we're going to get in in understanding that you understand the market, you understand the deal. Uh, and the more likely you 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 know you're going to get a loan from us, but also a loan at the best possible terms. All right. Well, you just did a, a really nice segue <laughs> into <laughs> into the into the specifics and the numbers for Dave. So, so Dave, let's talk a little bit about that. How is your spreadsheet structured? So the spreadsheet is basically structured so an investor can go into the spreadsheet and perform a quick, uh, detailed analysis of. Uh, the repairs. So there's a repair estimator in there so they can do a detailed repair estimate uh, for the project. And then they can go through and crunch the numbers and see what they should actually offer for the property. So then there's an analysis out, analysis there that they can do to determine what the profitability is going to be. And then there's some different reports that are get that get spit out of the, the spreadsheet that, that they can use that can be given to a lender um, to kind of show all of those financial uh, information for the project. When you think about the first iteration of your spreadsheet to today, what are the differences? The first iteration of the spreadsheet was, you know, really just one one spreadsheet. So uh, it just had a repair estimator and then a deal analyzer. So we really didn't even have any reports over time, I started to see the need for providing some um, some new reports that would actually summarize all of this data and information that was getting plugged into the spreadsheet. So uh, now it's an all automated system. So anytime you input anything into the spreadsheet, it's going to automatically spit that into uh, one of the professional reports that we can you can print out and give to one of your lenders. And uh, Matt, what reports do you need to see? For a project, if I, if I've got a house flip and I want to submit my stuff, what do you need to have? Yeah, and I and I think the really great thing about Dave's product that we like and we like to see when deals come in um, on the spreadsheet is it really does two things for us. One, at the report level, it gives us a, a really quick snapshot of all the important numbers: how much is the house being purchased for, how much is going into it, uh, how much. You know, do they think that the house is ultimately going to sell for? What are the profit margins there? And then what it really does, too, is then it allows us to dig deeper into those numbers if, if we so choose. So let's break apart that budget um, that they have, you know, have, they've done using Dave's spreadsheet. Uh, where is that 50000 spend going? Is it going into the kitchen, the bathrooms, the floors? And it really starts to tell a story about, one, the, the scope of the project, but also where value could be added in the house. And we're able to t- start to see, okay, you know, if we're doing a lot of things that will, you know, improve the value of the house, you know, that, that statement of work starts to tell us that story. So I think that's what ultimately is important for lenders is, you know, the thing that you got to keep in, keep in mind is that, you know, we want to do deals. That's why we're in business. That said, we're always looking, you know, for the, the quickest way to stop a deal. 
And usually what that comes down to is, is numbers, right? The numbers don't make sense. So when you have a well-thought-out budget and well-thought-out numbers that are supported by um, things like Dave's spreadsheet, it allows us to almost become an expert on the deal like, like you've become over the, you know, the past couple of weeks or months or however long you've been working on the project. And when we start to feel like an expert on the project and understand all the nuances of what you know, could cause this thing to work or not work, um, it allows us, one, to make decisions much faster, but also allows us to be more aggressive on, on how we think about pricing the risk. Dave, what would you say is the most important aspect of the spreadsheet? You know, I, th- I think the most important aspect is really taking advantage of all the data that you actually input into the spreadsheet. So uh, there's a lot of data analysis that goes into crunching the numbers for the property, but then there's a lot of value there that you can take advantage of in those reports. And I think that's probably the best thing that you can do is, uh, especially when you're trying to get financing for a project, is, you know, use those that investment report, uh, use the detailed repair estimate that you have, and provide as much information that you can to the lender to show that you've done your due diligence on the project and uh, you're going to be a, a professional rehabber that the lender is going to be happy to work with in the future. And Matt, with people who have four total properties, but they're not flips, would they still qualify? So if they have maybe one property that they live in and ran out the other side, so they got a duplex and then they've got a house and they flip two homes all in the same market? Yeah, I think, look, these are, these are guidelines that we start out with just to kind of be a means for us to, to make some quick calls on whether or not um, it's something we can or someone that we can work with. Ultimately, what we're looking for is, you know, one, does this person understand their market? Are they able to make smart decisions on how how much to pay for properties, you know, and and ultimately who's going to purchase that property and what it needs to look like in order to make it marketable? And then the second piece of it is, you know, do they have the teams in place to actually be able to execute their plan? So, you know, the four deals is really a, a way to kind of quickly determine those two things. If they've done four, they probably know the market and they probably have a team. If there's other ways that you can demonstrate you have those things to us, like you're a real estate agent or you're a contractor or, um, you know, you've helped some some other of your mentors out on projects, we're happy to, to listen to those stories. And again, the more that you come across as professional and that you've got your numbers and you've thought through all of the different you know risks, uh, the more likely we are to make an exception to that. But really, that's kind of what the reason behind that, that number four is, is the real reason is we just want to make sure that you're able to execute and you, you kind of know what you're talking about. Has there been anything that somebody has submitted that has stood out and it's made you say, wow, that's very impressive. And I haven't seen that before. Yeah. And, and it's probably like I'm surprised they actually don't see more of these. But one out of every 20 borrowers that we work with will come and they'll be they'll be super polished. They'll have. You know, if it's not Dave's spreadsheet, it's another spreadsheet that maybe they've developed on their own that really considers for all the different carrying costs and how those carrying costs are impacted if they hold the property for six months or eight months or 12 months. Um, and then, they, you know, it usually comes with, with another packet of either a PowerPoint or a Word document or some way to demonstrate, hey, here's what I've done. Here's how it's worked out. You know, here are four or five or six references that you can call and ask about my experience. And occasionally we, when we get those, it's, you know, they go to the top of the stack. Um, and those are the people that we're calling back first and following up with and 
speaking to and understanding what their needs are and what their you know their how their business is growing and really how we can you know be there to help them support that growth so you know it doesn't take a lot really to put yourself ahead of everyone else and like i said i'm i'm, I'm really surprised more people aren't aren't doing it and i guess it does take work but i think the result of that work is is you know you, you are going to get more attention from people like ourselves um, that really want to help you grow your business yeah, and I would think there'd be a template once they do it once or twice. Spreadsheet aside, but I'm talking about the PowerPoint or Word document that shows what they've done and, and where they're at in the project and what they anticipate. I think there'd be like a four or five slide template on PowerPoint or something that they could use for other deals too. Yeah, and actually if anybody that's listening, if they email us, deals at fundthatflip.com, we have put together that exact template. <laughs> to help people get started. So happy, happy to share that template with you or uh, with anybody, you know, that's interested. And then you can, you can build on that as you go. The other, the other thing that Dave didn't talk about, which I think is super interesting about his product is in addition to on the front end of analyzing and crunching all the numbers before you start with the deal, he also has the functionality within uh, his, his product to track expenses and compare those expenses to the pro forma budget. Um, and see, you know, how the thing actually performs based on on how you thought it would perform. And if I if I ever got one or two of those from someone of here's what I projected, here's what it actually shook out, that would really blow me away. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great because usually I I imagine once you do the transaction, initial transaction, there's some checks and balance. Well, well, all right, as I'm talking through this, aren't there checks and balances along the way for different draw periods? And at that point, wouldn't you see where your the budget variance is? Yeah, we are. You know, we're looking uh, probably more at a, a big picture view than, than a granular view. You know, we do like to see what was spent and what it was spent on. Um, but what, you know, typically how we organize our draws are around things that will be additive to the value of the house. You know, so demoing a property is not adding a lot of value. But when you put a new roof on or you install the kitchen cabinets or, you know, add other things to the house that are you know there permanently, mm-hmm. that's typically how we kind of structure our draws. Just because we don't, you know, need to get into the nitty gritty of what that actually costs you to do, uh, we have, you know, a set amount that we're going to release once those things are done. But I do think it's important for if I were running when I was running this business on myself, I, I always knew that right, I budgeted seven for the roof and I spent either more or less than that. And Dave's spreadsheet makes it real easy for, you know, for people to to track those expenses as as they go to see, you know, where they're over and where they're under budget. I've already emailed you at deals at fundnetflip.com to get that PowerPoint or Word template, by the way. Cool. <laughs> we'll get it to you. Yeah, that's really neat. I mean, because I'm thinking even even though I, I personally don't flip one to four unit homes, I could look at that template and see how I, I could apply that for my business on multifamily, you know, on, on apartment communities and see if there's anything I can take away from it. And so best ever listeners, you've obviously got to get this free template from Matt at deals at fundnetflip.com. Dave, is there anything else as it relates to the spreadsheet and really, you know, the information behind it and what it presents? And is there anything that we haven't talked about that you think we should bring up? I think, you know, one thing that Matt kind of touched upon was comparing your actual performance versus what you were forecasting. So another thing that I use, and it's actually not anything that's in the the house flipping spreadsheet, but I call it the portfolio sheet. And it's really just kind of a resume 
for your business. So it's really going to list out all of your past project experience, include what your project profitability was on those projects, and then I'll actually list what my actual performance was versus what I was forecasting. So if I was forecasting a 15% profit on a project, but I achieved 20% profit, that's going to be a good indication to the lender that you're, no, you're doing a good job executing and overachieving on your profit metrics. So I think that and then maybe showing like a photo gallery of before and after photos kind of highlighting your workmanship and craftsmanship on your projects would be another great tool that you can use to present to your lenders when you're trying to get funding. So, Yes, I, I think calling your spreadsheet just a spreadsheet doesn't do it justice yeah. after what you described. I mean, it's, it's more of a like a, a portfolio and transaction machine. I'll just call it that. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's much more robust than just, just a spreadsheet that I'm, that I think of whenever, when we say that Matt with fund that flip, you are, how many deals are you all doing on a annual or however basis, however you track it? Yeah, so we're um, you know we're relatively new and we're continuing to get the word out there and get people excited. But we um, you know in September alone, just to give you a reference point, we saw nearly thirty million dollars worth of loan applications come in on the platform. So we're seeing tremendous demand and tremendous support, you know, from from people out there that had similar problems that, that we did. Of you know, there's got to be a better way for me to get access to the capital that I need to grow my business in a you know a a fast and affordable, but also transparent manner. So being a relatively new, new player to the market, we're pretty excited to, to see that growth. And we're, you know, on pace for, you know, we're seeing 30 to 40% month over month growth on that, on that number. So, you know, we'll be, we'll be doing more than a, a couple million dollars of loans a month here before the end of the year, which, um, which we're pretty excited about and more room to grow from there. Well, congratulations on the success. And the reason why, and the dramatic growth. The reason why I asked that is just to give a sense of, to the best ever listeners, of the type of competition as well whenever they're, whenever they're applying and the type of opportunity that's out there. Because it's the results, I imagine, the benefits are disproportionate to the effort that it takes to do a little bit extra whenever you're applying for a loan. And even if you're not doing it with Fund That Flip, if you have you know another way of doing it, well, the takeaway is just to do a little bit extra and make it very polished. And as you said, Matt, you're surprised at the number of applications that don't just go a little bit extra and think through some of the extra details like the carrying costs at six months, eight months, 12 months, having a Word document or PowerPoint that shows what they've done and, and how that's worked out. And again, go to deals at fundthatflip.com or email them and they'll, they'll send you that PowerPoint or Word template. And then Dave, when you were talking about the machine that you have, that you've created that analyzes these deals, I think that you know one of the things that, that stands out is just the performance and the reports that are created as a result of the inputs. Because it's one thing to have a spreadsheet run the numbers. It's another to 
put that into a concise manner that can be easily digested by someone reviewing the opportunity. And as you said, that's kind of where you evolve the spreadsheet from first iteration to today, where first it was doing an analysis, but now it's got those reports that it's spitting out and uh, can be easily looked at and, and determined. So um, the, the last thing I'll say about the conversation that we had, and then we'll we'll get into any final comments from each of you, is how to present deals. Well, we came into this conversation saying we're going to educate um, and talk about how to present deals to online lenders. Well, here's how you present them very succinctly. First, you've got to have some experience. If you don't have any experience, it's it, it's you're not going to get money from an online a reputable online lending source. So you've got to have some experience. The second is your project's got to be profitable. The third, and in particular, speaking specifically, what Matt's team looks for is a profit margin of fifteen percent. Lastly, you've got to know the market and have a team. You've got to demonstrate your market knowledge and demonstrate that you have a team that can operate on budget and um, stay on task and is reliable. So if you have those things, which as an experienced flipper, then you do, at that point, you and with a good deal, then you do. At that point, it's a matter of how do you position it so that you're getting the best terms. And again, Fund That Flips, a sponsor of the show, I highly recommend talking to them. If you don't, you're approaching it the same way because you want to put your best foot forward regardless of who you're speaking to. So you need to have a very polished presentation, put together a spreadsheet. If you don't use Dave's, then come up with another spreadsheet. But either way, have a polished spreadsheet and report so that you can quickly show them the numbers. And don't stop there. As 95% of people do, don't stop there. Also put together a nice PowerPoint or Word document showing your history and, and what you've done. And proactively offer up some references who can speak about your experience. I'll tell you what I did whenever I was in advertising trying to get my first internship. I would I put together a, a piece of paper that had quotes from my different professors and employers at like Discount Tire, uh, my manager Discount Tire. And no, it's, it's such a small thing to do. It takes probably two hours total of your time asking four or five people to give a quote that you can put on a piece of paper, but it goes a long way for standing out. So two hours of your time could differentiate yourself from the pack who also is applying for loans. Um, And it might not be the determining factor of if you get the loan, but it certainly will help you stand out and get the loan faster and get things done faster because you're standing out from the pack. So Matt, we'll start with you. Is there anything else that you want to mention to the best ever listeners as it relates to how to present deals to online lenders? Yeah, no, I, th- I think you did a great job of summing it up and just to maybe give some t- statistics to support that is, you know, we, we see we see an acceptance rate around six to eight percent of the loans that get submitted on our platform. And that's pretty typical of what, you know, we track um, with the rest of the industry. So, just keep that in mind as you're thinking about this is if you want to be in the top six to eight percent of deals that get funded and we do think there's a lot of benefits of developing relationships with if not our company other online lenders as you know we have access to essentially unlimited amounts of capital and opportunities to help you one grow your business but also get you access to capital at lower costs you've got to act like a top six to eight percenter 
which kind of goes back to all the points Joe just mentioned. So I think that's a, that's a pretty good statistic to, to hammer that hammer those final points home. And Dave? Yep, just kind of have how you guys have summed it up. You know, be professional, be educated on your market, be educated on your, your project, and just be prepared and just present yourself as a professional to your lender and you're going to put yourself in a better position. So. And then, Dave, is there any, where can the best ever listeners reach you and, and learn more about your, your spreadsheet? They can reach me at houseflippingspreadsheet.com. My email is actually just houseflippingspreadsheet at gmail.com. And we are currently offering best ever podcast listeners 20% off their purchase of the house flipping spreadsheet. So if you guys want to head on over to the website, you can use the coupon code best ever. And that's in all capital letters. So head on over there and you can save 20% on your purchase. So thanks. One word or two words? Best ever one word, all capital letters. And then Matt, where can the best ever listeners learn more about your company in case they just didn't hear the ad that probably played before and will play after this conversation. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's real easy to remember, fundthatflip.com. Um, if you do have a deal, we'd love to take a look at it. The application process takes you know less than a couple of minutes and uh, we'll give you a pretty quick indication actually as going through the application whether or not the project seems to fit our underwriting standards and then um, someone from our team will follow up with you in the next couple of days to, uh, to discuss further. And I know the challenge, uh, This just I just thought of this, even though I'm supposed to be wrapping this up, but so this will be very quick. I know the challenge with your business, Matt, I imagine one of them is that the best ever listeners might not have a deal right now. So they might say, well, why the hell would I go apply for approval for something I don't have? Maybe I'll have it in like three months or six months. Should they, should they do anything right now if they don't have a deal right now? Yeah, you know, we, we always love to have people even just sign up for the site. Um, when you sign up for the site, you'll you'll automatically be, um, you know, added to the email list where you'll get some periodic updates with what's happening with our company. But also, we have a, a short series that uh, will, will provide some additional content to support even this message on things that we look for and, and why we're different and just some additional thoughts to think about different ways to fund the growth of your business. So some good um, some good educational material there too that uh, you can get access to by signing up for the site. Awesome. Well, Matt and Dave, thank you so much for being on this series and this episode one of the two-part series, best online series ever. Really appreciate your time. I think it's, you know, ultimately we want to do business with people who we know, like, and trust. And I can personally, you know, say that I, I know, like, and trust, you know, the people at Front That Flip. I just met Dave, but boy, I'm getting good vibes from you, Dave, my, <laughs> too, my friend. So thank you so much for being on the show and talking through this. And we'll talk to you soon. I hope you have a best ever week. You Thanks, too. Joe. Thanks, Joe. If you need money for your flipping project, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. You'll know within 30 seconds if you're approved or not to get money for your residential flip. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Okay, here's a no-brainer. Since you're a real estate entrepreneur, you know that selecting a health insurance plan is a real pain and dealing with the whole process is a pain. That's why I've partnered up with Stride Health, and they make the whole process really easy, and they have a personal concierge service for you to help you out. They've got a fancy algorithm that helps find the right health plan just for you, 
And on average, they can save you 400 bucks a year, and it only takes 10 minutes. Go to stridehealth.com forward slash best ever. That's S-T-R-I-D-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash best ever.